Hello and welcome to my B2B podcast. I'm your host, Troy Hooper, and I own and operate a farmer's insurance agency here in Caldwell, Idaho. I created this podcast to spotlight business owners and leaders to share their story and tell us about their business, the who, the what, the when, the why, and the how of it all. And if you're listening and are a business leader, my hope is that you will gain some great nuggets of knowledge from our guest that will help grow your business to the next level. And so with that, let's get into the interview. Welcome to another edition of B2B Growth. It's your story. Uh, This is Troy Hooper, and I get the pleasure today of talking with Tyler Wixom of American Music. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks, Troy. We're going to just start off right off the bat. What's your story? I mean, did you grow up in Idaho or, you know, how did you get here? Yes, I uh, was born at Caldwell Hospital, so I am a true Idaho native which are uh, sort of like unicorns around here nowadays. <laughs> but, uh, so I, I was born in Caldwell, and then uh, my parents lived in Middleton for about the first six months of my life uh, before moving to Caldwell. And I spent most of my childhood growing up on Canyon Hill. And then uh, when I was a teenager, my folks moved to Nampa. And when I moved out of the house, I returned to to sea town and that's where i've resided since all right well tell us the story of american music how long has it been around how did you come to that <clears throat> so there? the uh business was founded by betty adams and don christensen in the early 80s it was originally downtown caldwell under the name betty and don's music and in 1986, they purchased the building which we're in now. And that building used to be Hoff Lumber. So this was just a, a lumber warehouse, just wow. a, a big shed. Uh, so they, they renovated the building and changed the name to American Music. And that's, that's how the business uh, got started. Uh, I grew up around business because one of the co-founders, Don Christensen, was my cousin by marriage. So due to that family connection, I I was uh, around the business quite quite a bit. Also, my my dad was the manager from 1989 till 1996. So I, I remember coming to the store with him late at night while he was working on things. So it's very nostalgic for me. I got a lot of, a lot of heart. Right. When did you start working there? Well, I started working here in 2005. Uh, the way I, I got involved was there was one of the music instructors here who decided to move on to other things. So Don Christensen asked if I would start teaching guitar here. So I started teaching in 2005 and then uh, on sadly passed away of cancer in 2007 so the following year i was asked to come on as a part-time sales associate while i was still teaching and then in 2013 i I took over the 
daily operations of business and business was heard to me by uh, Don's wife, Sally, and I uh, purchased the business um, at the end of 2016 and opened up as the the owner of the company in January of 2017. Wow. So talking about that, that timeline from 20, well, I mean, even when you started working in the business, you got to have a full view of how the business was. Uh, you got to see all different angles of it. And Indeed. then by the time 2017, 2018, you're off and running. What, what was it like when you, like the first day you said, okay, I, I now own this thing. Now, now what? Well, it was pretty surreal. You know, a lot of people think that this was a family business that was handed down. But even though there was the family connection, just the way everything worked out was merely coincidence. Yeah. Um, but uh, once I I took over ownership. It uh, allowed me some more freedom to make changes that uh, needed to be done, and and it's been it's been difficult, uh, as every small business owner knows. I'm sure it's been quite the, the journey, but I've I've learned a lot along along the way, and and I've really enjoyed it. Well, that's let's talk about what you've learned and those and those challenges because by 2018 to 2019. Now we're into COVID, right? And you are a retail business. How does that affect you? How, how how do you get through that time? So, obviously, the the business was uh, merely retail, but over the last several years, our strength has been music education. So we have hundreds of students coming through the, the business every week. Uh, taking music lessons, and we do special workshops and, and such. So because of that being our strength, when COVID hit, uh, well, first of all, we, we had been doing online music lessons for about, uh, you know, eight years or so, right. I guess maybe, maybe close to 10 years. So when the lockdowns happened, it was just a natural transition for us. We moved all of our students to online. We already had the infrastructure in place. So it, it was a, a very easy thing to navigate overall compared right. to what many businesses had to deal with. And, that, and that's what kept us going. And since then, the business has moved away from retail as its primary focus and has become more of a music education facility and uh, what about um like you don't stock instruments you know to the hill you you have to order them mostly right we, we do keep uh, a small stock of instruments and uh, music essentials such as guitar strings and drumsticks and such uh, mostly things that promote our student base and uh, student instruments because most of the uh, uh, students coming through here don't have an instrument yet. So it's nice to provide them with, with that. So those are the things that we keep on hand. 
but then we we can still special order things outside of that so during covid did was it you know weeks and weeks months or something like that to order something and try to get those in oh yes you know i'm i'm sure pretty much every uh retail owner business owner in general experienced the supply chain effects uh in december of 2020 pretty much every supplier of guitars was out it was, it was a pretty wild time and that's why uh, I'm, I'm thankful that uh, we had moved to more of the the music education side because yeah. otherwise we we wouldn't have survived it and you weren't even i mean obviously you weren't even foreseeing that but you were prepared for it because you, you were able to just shift over the difference because i see that there's a difference obviously between american music and any other music store in the treasure valley because other ones might focus more on having inventory where you're focused more on education and music do you do you work with schools too or what we do we we offer uh rentals for band and orchestra instruments uh we don't have a, as large of a rental pool as, as some of the stores around here but we still do offer that and we offer other services to the the schools sound technician uh and, and such yeah so what kind of challenges then do you face in your industry well obviously the largest challenge has been navigating the retail landscape because it is ever-changing yeah so making that transition from a brick and mortar retail store to again this music education center that that's been the largest change i've seen and re retail in general uh, is still trying to figure out how to manage all of these changes with the the prevalence of internet sales uh, in our industry, you've seen drastically declining margins. So learning how to adjust accordingly. Yeah. Um, what about employees? Easiest thing to do, but, but with God's help, we've managed. Yeah. What about employees? Uh, I mean, it's a different landscape there because you're you're not dependent upon the the walk-in person who comes in and says today i'm looking for a ukulele um what kind of employees do you have working in american music so we do a lot of subcontractor work uh, so for advanced repairs we have uh, technicians that that we work with that are not full-time employees uh, at, at one point, we, we did have full-time employees, but as we moved more to the business model that we are now, uh, wasn't wasn't a need for that. So we we do a lot of subcontract. Okay. So what's what's changed in you as a small business owner? I mean, what what are some of the things that help you grow? Well, this business and you know myself, I, I'm a a devout Christian, so that has always been the focus in my personal life, and that that has carried over into the business. Since this business was founded, it's always been thought of as a as a ministry first and a business second. Right. So we strive to honor our Creator through the skills that He's given us in in this 
field. So that's you know, really my my focus all around is is trying to just honor God and all that we we do. Absolutely, that's 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 awesome. So do you do you read a lot? Do you uh, are there other business owners that you look up to and say, man, that that guy's got it going on, or, or what? Uh, I'm a big time reader, uh, obviously. With my faith, the uh, primary book I read is the Bible. Um, so many of my business principles are biblical principles. Uh, so that's the uh, number one source. Uh, outside of that, though, uh, I'm a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay, uh, I think he has a lot of good good advice. I've uh, read his book Crushing It, a great book. Dave Ramsey uh, has a book called Entre Leadership that I've read in the past and that has a, a lot of good advice. Uh, so those, those are a couple other other guys that I uh, try to get some wisdom from. Yeah. So you grew up in Caldwell. You love being here in Caldwell. What what do you like about our city? Well, with as much growth as we've seen in the, the last several years, there's still that uh, small town vibe. Uh, you know, I can go pretty much anywhere here in the city and run into somebody that I I know. So it it's still has that close knit feel. And since these are my stomping grounds, obviously I have a natural love for the town because of that. And there's a lot of nostalgia here. It's also been great to see what the city has done with the urban renewal over the last several years with Indian Creek Plaza and all that. It's been exciting to see uh, the growth that's happened and Caldwell's doing some, some great things and it's just awesome to be a part. Yeah. What, what have you seen, you know, about your city, but what about the industry or just other businesses and leaders that you've talked to? What, what is probably like the number one challenge that you've heard out there? It's hard to pinpoint uh, the number one challenge all around because I think things are just so specific to the the industry that you're in. Uh, obviously, retail businesses all share that that common ground. Like spoke of earlier, just learning how to uh, adjust with the prevalence of online uh, sales and, and such. Right. That's probably the the number one thing I would say, uh, the transition from the brick and mortar to online and knowing how to balance those, those things. Right. And so when you talk about online, what, what do you do for marketing? How do you, how do you market your niche? Because if you're not marketing necessarily a retail brick and mortar, how are you marketing your business? We obviously promote a lot on social media, but with uh, music, education being our, our primary focus uh, we have online booking for lessons so we we get a lot of new students through that that's the main thing that we, uh, we market online so are you noticing even a shift on the online side for marketing too or what yes you know you see these new uh, social media platforms 
popping up. You know, TikTok is obviously uh, the latest. And just seeing the changes and how you can market on that organic reach on posts versus paid advertisements. Yeah. So you're seeing constant changes in that. Yeah, I, I think that for a lot of retail businesses who who didn't shift their focus and they were dependent upon a walk-in type business that if they did not get on the bandwagon and say, we, we've got to shift with this, that they, they suffered, you know, pretty heavily. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and that was uh, one of the things that was the silver lining of COVID that it forced many businesses to join this internet age and be innovative. And uh, thankfully, again, we, we were already, uh, we already had our feet in the water a little bit. Uh, yeah. Since then, we continued to, to do more and more online, uh, having more automation business as far as online booking, uh, online rentals, appointment scheduling for services and such. So, yeah, definitely. So you get some other business owner watching this podcast or I don't know, maybe just a young entrepreneur out there. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to somebody wanting to even just start a business? I mean, your situation I know is unique, but you still felt the the pains, if you will, of being a business owner. What would you certainly? Tell well, my journey, I was, I was thrust into uh, a lot of things. So I would say if you're looking at starting a business, take some more time to prepare, uh, make sure you have a solid plan in place and uh, try to have as much capital as possible. Right. Uh, obviously trying to do that with as little debt as possible. But that's one thing that I wish I would have done when I started uh, is have a little bit more of a cushion financially because there were a, a lot of struggles in the beginning stages trying to, to keep your head above water as, as I think most small business owners deal with. So yeah. I would say just uh, preparation, seeking lots of counsel from uh, business veterans. Um, and again, with my faith, I say, uh, depend a lot on God and, and be in, in prayer for everything that you do and consider his will and everything. Right. That's good stuff. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to do something real quick. Cause I, it, it wouldn't, I don't think it would be fitting if I didn't, uh, but that guitar behind you, you should grab it real quick and give us like a 30 second. This is Tyler Wixom type. On the right. well, I certainly wasn't expecting this. I don't even know if this thing's tuned. I mean, tuned, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll find out. I uh, I remember uh, meeting you for the first time here at the business too. It's probably around 2008. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll, I'll have to show this for our viewers. I remember when you first came in the store, you. Uh, I think you were looking for a, a bass amp or, or a bass or something and you uh you gave me your your number um 
seconds. So this is this is still how I have you in my phone since 2008. I don't know if you can see that. Troy, American music bass player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. So there you go. There's a blast from the past. All right. Give me 30 seconds. Uh, I, I just, it's great having you on today, Tyler. Uh, always good to catch up with you and, and, and see your success in your business. And I continue to wish you more. Uh, this has been B2B Growth. I've been your host, Troy Hooper and Tyler Wixom of American Music. Tyler, play us out. Thanks, Tyler, for coming Thanks on for today. Thanks for having me, Troy. You bet.